0: Welcome to another Reimagining Windows show on TechNet Radio. This is our series of business value interviews for IT managers all around Windows 8. My name is Kevin Remde, and I'm an IT evangelist, a senior IT pro evangelist on the U.S. developer and platform evangelism team at Microsoft, and I'm your TechNet Radio host today. Today's interview is part three of an eight-part series on Windows 8 tips and tricks. And again, we're fortunate to have with us Microsoft Principal Technical Account Manager, Lex Thomas. Lex, good to see you again. Hey, what's going on, man? Oh, everything. Everything! Everything's good. We're just having a great time here with Windows 8. So, in part three today, we're going to talk about some improvements in Windows 8 that are going to help people be more productive. There's some great things that uh, that we've been using in Windows for many years and have been improved uh, for the sake of doing some troubleshooting, some looking at tasks, some shortcuts, and then uh, even scheduling tasks. So, Lex, the floor
1: is yours. Awesome. So, uh let me get my screen shared can you guys see my screen okay so uh, you guys can see me now or at yep. least see my screen now so let me just show you some some cool kinda cheat keys right some shortcuts um, first of all I want to stress this uh, above all else when you're talking about using a keyboard with Windows 8 the Windows key is your best friend right if I hit the Windows key and I that'll bring up the settings menu and I can get to control panel from here I can get to my personalization settings I can do PC info there's info about my PC and I haven't had to touch a mouse except just then to close that app out hmm. so Windows and a keystroke is kind of the, the the thing to remember right Windows I again brings up settings I hold down the Windows key and hit H. That brings up the Share menu. Now I'm on the desktop, so there's nothing that can be shared from there. But we can certainly hit the Windows key without another keystroke and get to the Start menu, and we'll just uh, start another app here. We'll go into our favorite app from from our last uh, show, and let's just. Uh, go back here and uh, I wanna I wanna do a red drink let's do a Cape Cotter. there we go Cape Cotter it is now if I hit the Windows key in H I can share that I didn't have to go pull up the charms menu I didn't have to do anything all I had to do was hit Windows H hmm. Windows C Holding down the Windows key and hitting C brings up the Charms menu. That's that's uh, one of my favorites, right? I use the Charms menu all the time. Um, so Windows C is the way to get there. If I do a Windows X, hang on, uh, who's watching this podcast? Because I don't want to reveal anything too secret here. If we, <laughs> well, I, if think we do, the, uh,
0: I think whoever's watching it certainly we can tell their more geeky friends about this one. <laughs>
1: But if I do a Windows X, everybody just, you know, keep this under your hat. There's kind of a little hidden administrative menu here. And uh, I can go to Programs and Features.
0: Oh, look at that. So it's got some common tools and uh, administrative activities that uh, the typical person wouldn't really care about, but certainly anyone wants to do a little troubleshooting or very quickly go to the Power Options or the Event Viewer, it's a great way to do it.
1: Yep, absolutely. And there's a lot of them in here, right? Event Viewer you just mentioned. We can go to System let me just go to Windows Oops. and uh, disk management that's one of my favorites device manager there's computer management and then there's the all-important admin command prompt sure enough there we go and there there's a command prompt with admin rights uh, so, when does key X? And by the way, there is a, a mouse shortcut to get here as well. If I just take the mouse and drag it down to the bottom left-hand corner of the screen and right-click, I can get to the same menu.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yep. Uh, one of the other cool things that this will allow me to do is get to Task Manager. I can fire up Task Manager, and we'll talk about Task Manager in just a second. We'll talk about a task manager in more depth. There's a couple of others that I want to show you real quick. Um, if I go into a modern app, we'll go back to cocktail flow, and I do uh, Windows Q, that'll bring up the search menu. So mm-hmm. now I can search uh, in that application, so it'll be an application-specific search. If I do a Windows key D, I can switch uh, back and the the more I hit it, all I'm doing is holding down the Windows key and tapping the D key. It will allow me to go from a populated desktop to a clean desktop, just by hitting Windows D.
0: Okay, so if I'm not on the desktop, I can go to the desktop, and I can also use that to clear the desktop or go back.
1: Okay, interesting. Right, exactly correct. And let's go back to let's go back to the Start menu. Um, one of the questions that I get all the time is how do I do a screenshot well if you just hold down the Windows key and hit print screen I don't know if you saw it dim there but it dimmed for just a second and then brightened back up it just did a screenshot of the start screen and so let me show you where we put that if I go back to my desktop and I just go down here to explore I can go to pictures And in pictures, I have a screenshot folder that's there by default. I didn't have to create it. What was that key uh,
0: combination again?
1: It's uh, hold down the Windows key and just hit Print Screen.
0: Print Screen, okay.
1: Yeah, and notice I just, and it created another screenshot.
0: How about that?
1: If I hit Alt-Tab, that works like it's worked in previous versions of Windows. And I just passed uh, Cocktail Flow. Let me go back to Cocktail Flow and now I'll do a print screen in Cocktail Flow. I'll go back to the desktop and there's my screenshot for Cocktail Flow. Okay. And if I just double click on that it'll bring that screenshot up and I can I can look at it. And there it is. Huh. Now remember this isn't the app this is a screenshot but it's a great way to play a practical joke on somebody. <laughs>
0: I like that idea. So, yeah. um, so I noticed the Alt tab uh, works pretty much the same, and you're, but except for the fact that you're also being able to cycle through uh, Windows 8 uh, modern U- UI interface uh, applications. Uh, did I just say UI interface? Yes, uh, it was redundant. Uh, and then uh, also the uh, desktop applications. But uh, that that menu on the left hand side that you're showing right now, um, that kind of takes place of what we used to have with the. Um, uh, was it called the Rolodex look that we had in the? Uh,
1: yeah, I don't know what we desktop called it. On Ro- Windows 7. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm not sure what we called it either, but Rolodex look is a great desk- It's
0: been yeah. so long since I've used Windows that, 7, I've forgotten what it's called.
1: <laughs> that's a great description. But yeah, <laughs> so if I'm in the modern UI, I can just do a Windows key and then tab, and it'll allow that's me to switch it between these apps. And so that, that's what I'm doing here, is Windows key and tab. Excellent. And if I go all the way down to the bottom, I can just go right back to the uh, right back to the start screen. Okay. So there are some other keys. Um, if I do Windows key and then plus, that'll that'll zoom in. And the hmm. more times I hit it, the more times it'll zoom in. And guess what Windows minus does?
0: I'm guessing it zooms back out again.
1: It zooms back out again. Exactly correct. if I do a Windows key and F that'll allow me to search files automatically right so that's actually pretty cool if I do a Windows key and then W that'll allow me to search uh, settings automatically Um, and this one's really cool if I do a Windows key and R notice that uh, it popped up the run window on the desktop Oh yeah. Uh, so that's Windows key and R does that automatically. Now, if I want to launch uh, Explorer really quick, I can do Windows key and then E, and it'll automatically launch what the uh, the Explorer uh, window. All right. Windows P brings up the. Uh, second screen window, you know the share to a second screen window. So if I've got a second screen or a projector that I wanna share to I can just do Windows P. Um, there's Windows Page Down.
0: Oops, hang on. I'm doing all of these with you by the way.
1: Yeah, <laughs> so if I, if, if I want to move a window I can do Windows Page Down. And Windows arrow key allows me to move things around the screen. See, I'm doing that with just my arrow keys.
0: Okay, and those aren't new. Some of these are new, but these, these in particular aren't new. Those were in Windows
1: 7 as well. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, it's just amazing to me that there's a lot of people that just don't, don't know that. And right, so, right. you know, hopefully, hopefully this will clear some of that up. okay um, if I do a Windows key and then pound that'll launch uh, any desktop app that I that I want to launch quickly you know I can I can pin apps to the uh, to the taskbar and then press a number key so let's do uh, one and that launched Hyper-V manager if I hold down Windows key and then two that launches the snipping tool, Windows key and then three. That launches Explorer. Oh,
0: so Windows it's the key, ones that are on the four. bottom. In your taskbar, it's going one, two, three, four, five, and it's launching those applications. Okay.
1: Absolutely correct. Absolutely correct. If I wanna, by the way, this is this is one of my favorites. You know, I'm on Facebook and my manager James comes over and I want to hide everything, Windows M. That's
0: the boss key. Okay. (laughs) That's the boss key.
1: If I do a Windows U, that launches the ease of access center. If I hold down the Windows key and then do T, I don't know if you can see it very well, but what it's doing is it's scrolling through the apps that I have pinned to my taskbar, and if they're running, it's giving me the status of the app.
0: Okay, so it's highlighting it, and if it's running, you actually have the thumbnail come up.
1: Right, exactly. So, so Hyper-V Manager's running, Snipping Tool's running, Explorer's running, Unicorn, which is an in-house app, is running. Let me kill my uh, reminders. Um, And I can just scroll through the entire list. All right. And let's go back here. And uh, notice uh, that I got the little All Apps contextual menu to pop up on the start screen. All I had to do there was Windows and then Z. Okay. If I hold down the Windows key and then Z, that'll come up and go down. And I'm noticing
0: that's only when you're in the start screen.
1: Yes, absolutely. Okay. It's a contextual menu for modern. Got it. For the modern interface. Okay, so that's quite a few. Yeah. Um, if you didn't catch all of that, there is a great app in the App Store, if you go to the uh, Windows Store, and just search on Windows 8 Cheat Keys. Um You can download the app for free, yeah. Okay. Yep, and it's free, and you can install it, and uh, it's always there. Now, there's one more. I'm kind of afraid to show it to you because I think it will end our link session. But uh, if I hold down the Windows key and then L, it automatically locks my screen and brings it up to the lock screen.
0: Okay, so then our screen sharing would go away then at that point.
1: Yeah, it would, but um, but that's how that works. Okay, so
0: now you know, uh, Windows key L lock the computer, and lose our video. Got it? <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly correct. Okay, <laughs> especially the lose our video part.
0: That's right. So now you mentioned that uh, we were going to talk a little bit more about the Task Manager uh, because that tool looks completely different from what I experienced in Windows Seven and earlier.
1: Yeah, so so there's a couple of really cool things here. Number one. Uh, in Task Manager, um, we have the standard breakdown. We've got all the all the currently running processes. Um, and, and I've got some better information here about CPU percentage, memory, disk, and network, which is pretty cool. Um, I can also go to the Performance tab. And that'll give me a breakdown of CPU utilization overall, memory use, usage overall. Looks like I need to add some more memory. Uh, there's disk I.O. There's Ethernet, Bluetooth, and then I've got uh, a second Ethernet adapter in here, and that's actually the one that I'm using. Um, and so I can get that information pretty quick. I can go to App History, and this will give me essentially just a quick view of resources used since I logged in. All right, so it'll show me the app. It'll show me the CPU time, and I can sort by just clicking on any of these uh, columns up at the top. So if I go CPU time, I can tell that mail, calendar, people, and messaging is using the highest CPU time. Uh, very interesting. 22 minutes. Yeah. yeah very exactly.
0: interesting that you have the, uh, the metered network uh, next to the network. I think that's also very important for those folks that are using a metered kind of a connection that they can actually see which applications have been using up the minutes that they're being, or they they may be charged for if they go over a certain amount.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and that's something that I love, is the fact that we can identify a metered network. Um, you know, that's just awesome, and for, for it, you're exactly right, right? It's it's great uh, that the OS will make uh, condition changes based on the type of network that we're connected to. Uh, we haven't mentioned that, but just just so that everybody's aware, Right? There are certain things that Windows will a- actually do when it detects that you're on a metered network to help you kind of conserve network activity over that connection.
0: So if I'm automatically, regularly downloading a podcast of some kind, it's probably not something that I want to do when I'm on a meter connection versus a regular or even a, a wired connection.
1: Right. Yeah, absolutely. Got it. Yeah. So this is really cool, right? This is the Startup tab. These are the applications that are automatically enabled for Startup. Right, I've got Zoom, I've got steam I've got Skype um, all sorts of stuff here and then um, we break that down to status you know are they enabled in this case they're all enabled and more importantly startup impact so what is taking the most time to initialize during startup right mm-hmm. and so I can see that ASUS smart gesture loader uh, Microsoft security client uh, Skype and Steam both have a high impact on startup time. So I'm just going to enable these or disable these. Sorry, I'm just going to oh, click yeah. on them and, and disable them. Um, and when I want to use Skype, I'll just start it automatically.
0: Okay, and otherwise they're disabled and your startups are going to be much quicker.
1: Absolutely. We can also break down how much system resources a specific user consumes. Right, so since I'm the only person logged into this box, it's all me right now. Oh, yeah. Right, uh, I'm using 32% uh, or 38% CPU now. It just changed 76% memory, 1% disk, and 13% network. Now remember that I can I can sign out um, and somebody else can sign on or I can just allow somebody else to sign on while I'm signed on. Right, if you remember when we went to the Start menu, and there's the picture up at the top. One of the ob- uh, one of the options there is switch account. So if we do switch account, um, I'm not logged out. Somebody else can actually log in as well. And then we're both running on the box. And we'll have two users in the list. And we'll break that down per user so that you can see how much CPU, how much memory, how much disk, how much network a specific user is actually consuming. Wow. Very useful. Yeah, This is just a more detailed screen about the different processes that are running on the box. Um, so that we'll kind of
0: looks point. like the old task manager used to look.
1: It It, it is, yes, exactly yeah. the same. We We've got the PID, which is process ID. We've got the status of the process. We've got the context that the process is running under. We've got the CPU core that the process is running on. Um, memory used by that process and then just kind of a description of that process and then this is just a list of services that are currently uh, running right um, we'll, we'll give you the service name what its status is in this case zoom WLAN config service is stopped the network service is stopped W search is running
0: it's kind of like the services app, uh, application, except uh, just nice, nicely put as a part of the task manager. That's good.
1: Yeah, exactly correct. Yeah. And a lot of this stuff kind of functions exactly the same as it did in Windows 7. Uh, but overall, task manager's really nice. I love some of the improvements that they've added to it. It makes it really very, very useful. okay so let's take a look at task scheduler so this is task scheduler and task scheduler is pretty cool too right I can set up specific tasks and have them run at specific times Um, I can categorize the tasks Right, here's uh, Windows Update. There's VPN. Here's my task library, which just gives me everything. And I can look at specific tasks, see when they were created, see what the triggers are. See what the actions are. and I can set up my own tasks right so if I want I'll just uh, I can just come in here and I'll just create a task and we'll say launch notepad and uh, the wizards cool I can go to triggers let's do a new trigger It is 154 right now. Let's see how fast I can do this. We'll make it 156. We'll go action, new, browse, and we will just launch notepad. Hang on. And there you go. Now notepad is up and running. So our task schedule our scheduled task worked.
0: Excellent. Excellent. All right. Well, as always, really great stuff, Lex. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Uh, where where can we send people for more information?
1: Well, there's the Springboard link that we talked about before, right? And then, of course, there's always Microsoft.com Windows. And for the keyboard shortcut, go to the store and download Windows 8 Cheat Keys. It's a free app, and it's got all of the cheat key information in it, so it's pretty cool. All right.
0: So thank you again so much, Lex.
1: Yeah, anytime. time. I love doing this stuff. Um, And, you know, I'm kind of a ham, so it's fun.
0: That's all right. Well, this is only part three of eight, so we've got a bunch more to do, and really looking forward to it. And uh, looking for all of you
1: joining us again on TechNet Radio, Reimagining Windows.